are listening to the Beauty of the Nile podcast. I'm Jasmine Mobley. The Beauty of the Nile podcast is your space for skincare tips, makeup tricks, inspiration, and motivation, especially for and from women of color. We are here to celebrate and highlight our skin's beauty. Love your brown skin. Each episode features a different guest who will be dropping dimes that help you care for and highlight your skin. I'm excited to be here with you. Let's get started. Today, I'm here with Jasmine Lewis. Jasmine is a powerhouse and a joy to speak with. She's an esthetician and founder of Atlanta-based V-Beauty, a destination that specializes in luxury beauty services and targeted skincare treatments. During her time volunteering as a teacher at the Atlanta Mission Women's Shelter, she realized a lack of skincare education amongst women of color. At V-Beauty, Jasmine is focused on educating women of color on how to care for their skin. V-Beauty recently launched its first product, a luxurious hydrating rose water. In addition to her professional conquests, Jasmine is a wife and sister. She enjoys spending time with family, friends, and her precious Shih Tzu. She's a self-proclaimed lover of all things creative. She enjoys the beach, museums, hiking, walks in the park, art, and trying new restaurants. Jasmine, welcome to the Beauty of the Nile podcast. So Jasmine, I want to ask, what need did you see that led to you launching V-Beauty? Okay, so with V-Beauty, I saw that there was a lack of representation um, and also lack of opportunity for women of color. Mm-hmm. And now, kind of as we are gravitating um as I gravitated into 2020 and also last year in 2019, me talking with a lot of women and um, also providing education on skin, I've mm-hmm. noticed that I've always kind of been the person that my friends, my family, and everyone would go to in regards to like their skincare needs. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, even if it's like a little question, um, I am an esthetician, so, you know, I expect that anyway, but now is a lack of knowledge of mm-hmm. how to take care of your skin properly. Um, and, of course, you know, the first basis of your skin is hydration, and that's water, um, moisturizing. And I wanted to put that knowledge back into our community. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. So can you talk a little bit about some of the some of the hydration, you know, um, opportunities that you see for the community in skincare? Because I know you have some interesting stuff you've been working on. Um, yes, for sure. So for me, the first key to hydration within your skincare is water. Drinking water. That's going to be the very first, first, very, 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 very first step. Because um, <laughs> if you're dehydrated, your skin is dehydrated, it's not mm-hmm. going to have product absorption like it needs to. Um, and then the second one is including hydrating formulas or hydrating products within your regimen. So for me, mm-hmm. we developed, um, for V-Beauty, we developed a product called 30 Roses. It's a hydrating rose water, and mm-hmm. it's used to hydrate, refresh, and rejuvenate the skin. Um, it has anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, and mm-hmm. anti-aging properties. Um, so it's great to use within each step in your skincare regimen, mm-hmm. and it gives you the hydration that you need, the moisture that you need, as long as you're pairing it with, you know, the appropriate um, moisturizer, the appropriate cleanser. Because, mm. of course, you don't want to use cleansers that have alcohol that's going to strip your skin. Right. So that's a whole other thing because I know a lot <laughs> of people 
you know, they try to strip their skin when it's oily as opposed to just um, giving it the moisture and hydration that it needs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's great. I think that's a really common myth. I'm really glad you highlighted that. Um, so now I want to ask, how are skin care and self-care tied together, in your opinion? Uh, skin care is self-care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when you look good, you feel good. Mm-hmm. You have to feel good from the inside out. And for your skin is the reflection of what you have going on within. And, of mm-hmm. course, you know, of course, there are so many factors that affect your skin from stress, hormones, diet, um, different products that you're putting in your skin, allergies. But self-care is an essential small luxury. And I call it a small luxury because it depends on what your thing is. So if your thing is facials, if your thing is last extensions, all of this is going to go within skincare. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easier for you to wear last extensions when your skin looks great because you don't have to have as much makeup on. So it's, right. it's a balance. Self-care right. is skincare. Skincare is self-care. They are the same. Awesome. I agree with that. So I'm glad you're supporting my, my skincare addiction. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they are the same. <laughs> Great. I'm going to take that to the bank. I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you on that. So what are the most common skin concerns that you see women of color facing? I know you said like a lot of friends and family members and customers come to you, you know, with their skin and beauty concerns. So what are those most common ones? Hyperpigmentation, that is so big within our community. Um, mm-hmm. Hyperpigmentation is scarring, especially mm-hmm. scarring from self-extraction. You know, everyone mm-hmm. likes to self-extract, a.k.a. pick their skin um, <laughs> when they have a comedone or acne flare-up. Um, but hyperpigmentation is definitely number one. We all want that clear, milky, smooth skin. Right, absolutely. And so what sort of, like, treatments or recommendations do you offer to help women of color address, you know, the hyperpigmentation or scarring concerns when they come to you? Um, so I I put them on a skin regimen, but targeted skin care to reduce hyperpigmentation with a series of treatments to include chemical pills, LED light therapy, serums. Mm. Um, SPF is very essential Mm-hmm. when you are trying to reduce the amount of hyperpigmentation that you have because it's protect, protecting your skin. And it's, it's just so essential. And I know a lot of black women, they feel like they don't have to wear SPF, but mm-hmm. we do. And we right. need to continue to reapply it. Even, when, even now while we're, you know, in the house working, we still need to wear SPF because a lot of times we're working right by a window with natural light. I know I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm still right. applying my SPF. Right. And how often how often do you recommend that people reapply SPF? Um I how apply every four hours. Yeah, I okay. apply mine every four hours. Um, just because I want to make sure my skin is protected because, you know, just like most women, I have hyperpigmentation in areas and I am still a work in progress and I right. have to be patient with my skin. So I have to do the things that I have control of and let my skin do the other part. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, that's powerful. Do what you can control, and then, and then let trust your skin. Maybe that's awesome. Mhm, and be patient with it. Be nice mm-hmm. to her. Yeah, I know. Patience is not my greatest virtue when it comes to my skin. So that's that's. I'm sure someone else needs to hear that too. Mm-hmm.
Let's just take a quick break here. Since you're listening, I want to make sure you have access to all of the great Beauty of the Nile content. Make sure you're subscribed to the Beauty of the Nile newsletter. Of course it's free. Just head on over to beautyofthenile.com. You'll find a form where you can subscribe. It's very quick and easy. You can do it now. We'll be right here when you get back. Enjoy. So another question for you, what have been your own personal skincare struggles? I know you touched on hyperpigmentation. Is there anything else that that is a problem or has been for you? Oh, yes, hormonal acne. Mm -hmm. And um, also sometimes I will get flare-ups if I have ate a lot of dairy. Mm. Um, dairy and sugar are like the worst enemy for me. And they are also a lot of enemies for a lot of people when it comes to their skincare. When you reduce dairy in your diet, it kind of cures a lot of problems. Right, right. But dairy is just sometimes so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I love cheese. It's great. Um, it's funny. I started mm-hmm. drinking almond milk, so I wouldn't have dairy, but then I still eat cheese, and so I, I and I eat ice cream, so I don't think it's working. <laughs> See, and that's me. That's right. that is me all day. Like I'll I'll eat vegan ice cream, but the cheese. Um, sometimes I'll dibble and dabble in the vegan cheese, but it's just so much easier just to pick up the pepper jack cheese or the shredded cheese, and you know. Like your quesadilla, taco, or whatever. Right. It's it's easier and it just tastes better. I think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. It Maybe really one does. day I'll. The dairy is dairy. the number one enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dairy why is and that? Sugar. You know, like why? Because I hear that a lot, and it is true for me as well. The dairy and the sugar. So why why does that affect our skin so much more than any other thing that we would eat? It's the animal product and how it breaks down within your body. Mm, mm. Interesting. So does that mean that and it has a lot of saturated fat? Mm. Of meat. See, I don't eat meat. So okay. honestly, okay, I can go back to this. So I actually, when I stopped eating meat, it was more so for me to work on clearing up my diet and also my skin from within. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in esthetician school, I had a holistic Chinese medicine. Um, instructor and he Mm -hmm. talked a lot about you know how your diet affected your skin in every way possible Mm -hmm. and I wholeheartedly believe that because after I stopped eating meat my skin a lot of the breakouts that I would get Mm -hmm. now that I would get from dairy I was getting it when I was eating a lot of meat and a lot of red meat particularly interesting interesting okay good that's a really good tip and I, I was always wondering why dairy affected my skin, but I, I really didn't know why. So I just learned a lot. Um, so when you ever, whenever yeah, you it, have, it disrupts, it disrupts your, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. It disrupts like your insulin levels as well. Oh, okay. Wow, that makes your skin more prone to acne. Yeah, so skin, yeah, so skin is really affected by everything going on inside of you. That's really, so it is self-care. See, that's what you said. There's no separating the two. <laughs> yes. That's sure. right. And so whenever you do find yourself having, you know, a flare-up or some sort of skin issue, what are your favorite skincare remedies? My rose water is always going to be there. Serums, I really love hyaluronic acid. Um, I like vitamin C serum. I like um, niacinamide. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's really great for hyperpigmentation as well. Um, mask. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves a great mask. Yeah. But I will take my time with my skin. If I'm having like a really bad like week or my hormonal acne is maybe acting up, I want to flush myself with a lot of water because that can help balance it. I, I'll try to reduce my dairy and take that week. And mm-hmm. I follow my regimen to AT, and that's morning and night. That's cleansing, okay. toning, you know, exfoliating, moisturizing, and also not over exfoliating as well. I know sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you think that you can continue to exfoliate, but not over exfoliating is key to yeah. a healthy regimen. How often do you exfoliate? But those serums, and um, I exfoliate maybe twice a week. Okay. Yeah, okay. twice a week. Awesome. Yeah, twice a week on a good week. On a bad week, it's once a week. <laughs> right. Thank you for being honest about that. Because no one ever says they have a bad skincare routine week, and it's true. Not every week is, is oh. perfect. <laughs> Don't let them tell you that. People right. have bad skincare weeks. I, I'm an esthetician, and I have bad skincare weeks. I went to bed before with my makeup on, and I am absolutely not proud of it. I have not <laughs> washed my face at night before because I was just so exhausted not proud of it you know things happen we're human but right um all you can do the next day is just get back up get back on your regimen and stay persistent it's like yeah. that 80 20 rule but for me it's more so you need to be like 100 percent with your skincare right not really the 80 20 but <laughs> just create something that's consistent <laughs> yeah 80 20 no <laughs> just create something that's going to be very consistent for your routine your skin will get used to it um, another problem too that I see is people they'll use products for three weeks and mm-hmm. maybe their skin is like trying to adjust, they break out and they throw it out and they go to another product as mm-hmm. opposed to being consistent with that one product, seeing, you know, the actual results of the product or seeing what or how it will work for their skin and then, you know, assessing from there. Right. Right, right, right. And so be, be patient. <laughs> Yeah, patience is very key with your skin. It mm-hmm. is is very, it's a marathon. Right. And it's natural. I mean, I, it seems like everybody wants immediate results because it's their skin, it's their face. It's it's very emotional for people. But you're saying that's not going to make anything better. Just trust the process a little bit. You have to. You absolutely have to. Because when you're trying to rush it, that's when you're, you're creating all these random skin concoctions with active ingredients that probably don't mesh together. You mm-hmm. may be creating a chemical reaction. You know, you're mm. you're introducing all these products at one time and you can't assess which item is not great for your skin because you introduced five products of something yeah. and you don't know which one it is. <laughs> right. And you're like, what's going on? Why isn't this working? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Exactly. I know. I know. Right. I absolutely always. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I know I'm always like that like I'll try I'll try something if I have a breakout and then I'll you know five days later I'll be like mom why isn't it working so I want to ask a little bit more about you personally so what have been your biggest accomplishments and and why um I would say taking a leap on faith and trusting God Mm -hmm. and it was because I really haven't seen anyone in my family. My dad is an entrepreneur, but in terms of, like, in the beauty community, I didn't really have anyone to Mm -hmm. look up to. I didn't really have anyone to guide a lot of my steps. Even when I went to college, I kind of went 
on a, not a whim, but I was there learning a lot of things on my own because I would have definitely chose a different path to how I was going to do pre-med as opposed to how I did it. So it's a lot of things where I was not the test dummy, but, (laughs) you know, it was a lot of firsts with a lot of things. Um, And then finding my why, being true to myself and starting this legacy for my family because the beauty is definitely bigger than me it's for my future daughter my baby mm-hmm. sister I have two baby sisters um mm-hmm. I'm making a way for her and then all of their kids their grandkids my mom my cousins like right. I care for women every day and I make them feel great about themselves so I can also do this within my family and create something that could stay within our family and something that they could be proud of I want to make sure you have access to all of the great Beauty of the Nile content. Make sure you're subscribed to the Beauty of the Nile newsletter. Of course it's free. Just head on over to beautyofthenile.com. You'll find a form where you can subscribe. It's very quick and easy. You can do it now. We'll be right here when you get back. Enjoy. Yeah, I love that. I'm sure I'm sure they are proud of you. I think you've created something really, really special and unique, and I think that sharing your your purpose I'm really I'm grateful that you did that so thank you Um, I'm so excited (laughs) I'm excited for you I'm going to come to Atlanta and and check you out you have to yes I would love to to. Um, so I actually I'd love to know kind of more on that point what does being a woman of color and having skin of color mean to you it means absolutely everything it is literally such a blessing, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's beautiful. It's a legacy. It describes. Um, for I, mean, I have to put my best face forward and stand behind my products, behind my brand. Mm-hmm. Being black is queendom. It's strong. It's powerful. It's so many things that I think of when it comes to being a woman of color. We mm-hmm. have like a sense of community and also sisterhood behind it which also makes me so happy and brings me so much joy because I know that I have someone over here that's either inspiring me or we're working together to, you know, bring a greater good to something. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It's such a powerful foundation. Yeah, I agree. It's one of the greatest gifts we could ever have. And I think your point of, of being visible and people, you know, identifying you with their brand is, is super, super powerful. It's very genuine and authentic and real. And I think people probably gravitate towards you because not only because of that, but because of, you know, the energy that you, that you bring to the table. So I think that's, that's wonderful. So, yeah, of course. Um, So let me ask you another, another question since you've been dropping so much wisdom already. What are, what are some words of wisdom that you live by things that have propelled you forward or maybe held you up in, in tough days? Um, it's very simple. Be grateful, trust mm-hmm. God, have faith. Um, they seem so cliche, but they are so mm-hmm. important. Um, paying it forward, giving back, being very patient, and realizing, you know, a no in this season doesn't mean a no forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. I like that. I like that a lot. And I think that those are all very important. I think they keep you keep you happy while you're pursuing whatever it is that you're pursuing, right? Because success without happiness, I'm not sure I would want that. 
So I think Mm -hmm. those are great. That's awesome. (laughs) So what is one big thing? It can be personal or it can be professional that you've learned that you wish you'd known before you started on your journey. It's okay to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Um, Do things right the first time and never diminish your light. Um, If you have an idea, go for it and go full throttle. Mm -hmm. And I mean full throttle. Be extra with it. Um, (laughs) Be accurate. Um, And it's okay to say no. I know for Mm -hmm. me, I would always, I would try to always make a way as opposed to putting myself first in a lot of situations that I should have. Mm. Okay, wow. I like that a lot. That's very powerful. So I'm glad that you you shared that, you know, because I think people will see you and hear you um, and be so impressed by you. I know I know, I am, and it's great that you're willing to share, you know, some of the learning, things you didn't know, things you could have done and, and probably are now doing. So I think that's wonderful. For sure. So what does being a part of the Beauty of the Nile community mean to you? I feel so honored. <laughs> It's like an amazing, authentic platform to highlight women that look like me. And I mean, any day we can celebrate us, I am for it. Community connection is everything. I'm always so inspired when I can read a story or see a queen shining and shining bright in her passion. Um, It fuels me to want to be better. It fuels me to want to do better and just, you know, shine light on others to do the same. That's awesome. I love that. And I think that this community is very lucky to have you, and and that's why I I created the community, everything that you said. So I'm thrilled to have you be a part of it, and today has been amazing. I've loved the chance to meet with you like this and and hear you share your story and your wisdom and your skincare tips with everyone and and let us know that skincare really is within and and there's no separating it from self-care. So I've learned a lot. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, And I'll make sure I tell everyone. Um, (laughs) And I've learned a lot, and I will definitely take it forward with me. And so I just wanted to thank you so much for for sharing with us today, and I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for having me. I am so grateful, and I feel so blessed right now. I hope you've had as much fun with this as I have. What Jasmine said about how the lack of knowledge around how to care for skin of color is affecting us and what we can do about it was so important. And I love what she said about the importance of keeping our skin hydrated. Let's make sure that we learn and continue to learn how to best care for our skin of color and invest in that because skin care and self-care go hand in hand. I know I learned a lot of amazing information and I will be putting these things into practice today. This is Jasmine Mobley, and you've been listening to the Beauty of the Nile podcast. Beauty of the Nile is your space for skin tips, makeup tricks, inspiration, and motivation. We are here to celebrate and highlight our skin's beauty. Say it with me. Love your brown skin. Be sure you catch the next episode's amazing guests will be dropping gems. For fabulous beauty inspiration, especially for brown skin, get our free newsletter subscription at beautyofthenile.com. We cannot wait to connect and share with you. Until next time, enjoy life.